welcome everybody to the Real Nations Raiders podcast, and we beat the Chiefs. We'll just start with that. Raiders! And I want to throw out that I'm pretty sure nobody besides us on this podcast almost predicted us to win. And Actually, I said that we were going to lose, so... <laughs> yeah, but, but me, me and Don predicted we were going to win, and... Our boy Zerko, who cannot make it today because he's in L.A. celebrating his birthday, he said we could win if Ruggs and Brown did play, and they both played, and we won. So shout out Zerko, um, and happy birthday to Zerko. It's his 31st birthday, I think actually tomorrow. But, um, but yeah, that's why he's not with us today, because he is celebrating his birthday and celebrating a Raiders win in Los Angeles. He's an old man, 31, as I'm 34, so... Um, Anyway, so we'll head straight into the stats because I think this is a very stat-heavy game. And uh, you got some MVP card going, 2016 card today. So please, uh, Derek, what are the stats? And how, how, did, we comp- how did Carr uh, in particular compare to Mahomes? I'm curious. Derek Carr, 22 out of 31 passing uh, for 347 yards. Let- and his next stat you're going to hear accurate in some – People may not believe it's 11.2 yards per attempt. True. And they say he can't throw the deep ball. Hmm. Or they said that before this game. If they, if anybody watches this game, watches game day and their takeaway point is cars still can't throw the deep ball, I don't think you should be allowed to watch football ever again. But anyway, three touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked one time. Quarterback rating, uh, 126.7. Um, for Mahomes, now I am not I am not going to say Mahomes Carr is a better quarterback than Mahomes. I'm not going to say that, but Carr was a better quarterback today than Mahomes was. There is a difference. Today he played better than Mahomes. Mahomes was 22 out of 43. Um, so that's not very accurate. 340 yards. So he threw 12 more com- 12 more attempts and less, uh, seven less yards than Carr. His yards per attempt is 7.9 compared to Carr, who had 11.2. He had two touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked three times. His uh, QB rating was 83.5 overall. Let me dive a little. So that's how those two particular quarterbacks. Really quick on that. The stats, at least on Yahoo, are updated with today's. But just comparing 2020, Carr is only 0.5 QBR rating less than Mahomes, and that doesn't even include today's game. Right. So statistically, Carr, so far this season, might be a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Right. Although, I mean, that's a whole other topic. But anyway. No, I'm just saying. Every, no, I'm just going to the – even before this game, people were saying – there's people even tweeting today that uh, they should bench Carr for Mariota. So, um and those no. people, I mean, seriously, guys, guys, I, I don't think there's any. I hope to God there's nobody out there. If you still think Mariota should play quarterback on this team, I, I, I honestly don't know what to say to you at this point. I, I just don't think I should talk to you, or you should talk to us if you truly think that. If you truly uh, think that Derek Carr is the problem, you're either a troll or a fake fan because it's obvious that Derek Carr is not the problem. That is very obvious. He was the solution today. He completely yes. outplayed Patrick Mahomes, and I am so proud of this team. I am happy, and let's go, man. I'm pumped. Now, let me go into rushing here a bit. Josh Jacobs, 23 carries, 77 yards, 
only 3.3 yards per carry, but he had two big touchdowns. Um, I Jacob still doesn't seem to be himself quite yet. I'm still not too concerned about him, and he really didn't do much for most of this game. But towards the end, he did come up big. Um, I think the I think it's apparent that he's playing with some kind of a minor injury, and I hope he's ready to go after the bye. I'm I'm still not I'm still not too leery about his lack of production. I, I'm I'm pretty confident he'll get there personally. As far as Devontae Booker, it should be mentioned he had seven carries and 62 yards and an 8.9 uh, average and um, a long run of 43. Uh, the Chiefs' running game was not very good. Uh, Clyde Edwards, uh, hilarious. I I don't know how to pronounce his second last name. Do you guys know how? H-E-L-A-R-Y. You said it right. You said it right. Hilary? Uh, 10, car- <laughs> 10 carries for 40 yards. Uh, four point yard per carry. Mahomes had six for 21 and one uh, rushing TD. Uh, as far as the receiving game goes here, we got Henry. Oh, really quick, really quick. I wanted to go into Clyde's Edwards Hilaire really quick. Because after week one, there was Kansas City fans saying he was better than Josh Jacobs. But I just... Yeah, he, he did have a he did have a slightly average, high, uh, slightly more yards per carry than Jacobs today, but he is not better than Josh Jacobs. I mean, and our I thought our D he only had ten carries all game, but I thought our D did a relative. I think it's okay to say we did a relatively good job on him. Maybe I don't know. Uh, going to the receiving stats here. Welcome back, Henry Ruggs. Only two catches, but 118 yards, 59 on average, one touchdown. 72-yard uh, uh, reception, and his other one was incredibly very long as well. Nelson Aguilar, two catches, 67 yards, one touchdown. Darren Waller, five, 48 yards, one touchdown. As far as Kansas City's uh, receiving game goes, the only one that was really a glaring problem today, looking at stats, was Travis Kelsey, eight yards, 108, uh, excuse me, not eight yards. That would, that would have been awesome if we limited to Kelsey to eight yards. Eight catches, 108 yards, 13.5 on average, one touchdown. Tyree Kill, it did. It seemed to me like Tyree Kill made plays, but Tyree Kill was relatively kept in check today. Three for 78. He had that 30. He had that long catch that he just made into a first down um, by by the tip of his feet or the tip of his toes, I should say. So I guess that's why I feel like he had a bigger game than he actually did. That Hill's stats kind of surprised me. It seemed I don't know. Didn't didn't seem like he built, he played better than the stats look like. Do you guys? Uh, I mean, so there is the play that you know whether they're going to call pass interference or not that Jonathan Abram broke up. But I agree if you look at it in real time and not through slow mo, it's pretty much a good play. Right. But if he would have made that, that probably would have put him over. 100 yards easily. It would have. It would have put him. It would have. Yeah. Uh, now let's go to team stats here before we wrap up the stats here. Uh, as far as uh, third down efficiency, the Raiders. Both teams are almost identical. The Raiders are seven out of fourteen. The Chiefs are six out of fourteen. And I believe the Raiders and Chiefs are actually the number one and number two teams in as far in the league as far as third down conversion. If they're if not, they're like number one and three or something. Raiders two for two on fourth down, and I think John Gruden deserves credit for those two fourth downs. Uh, both one came right before the end of the fourth quarter, and which set up a Jacob touchdown, and then one was to seal the game. 
rather than punting back to Mahomes. I think that was I think he deserves all kinds of credit for that. And as far as we have both teams threw an interception. Um, three sacks, it seems. The Raiders had three sacks, which I, I thought the pass rush was much better today than it had been in any game this season. Oh, significantly better. And uh, we outgained the Chiefs 490 yards to 413. Um, both had one turnover, as I said. We had 35 um, time of possession. We won time of possession 35-17 to 24-43. Uh, in terms of total first downs, we had one more first down, 22 for the Raiders and 21 for the Chiefs. All around, it was a valiant team effort. And I think the defense was horrendous in the first half, but I think the defense may have played their best half of football in that second half. So I, 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 I want to start with defense this week, and I don't know if either of you listened to the press conferences. Uh, luckily, it ended right before we started this podcast, but uh, Max Crosby was on there, and he specifically said, and I thought it was interesting that in the first half, a lot of the play calls were repetitive, he said. Um, and then he said in the, in the second half, they were mixing it up, throwing off, throwing off Mahomes. And it kind of made me like think, like, well, maybe this is why our <laughs> defense sucks so bad. is because we just keep calling, you know, the same four plays or whatever it is. And then we just happen to mix it up. And I mean, the defense was significantly better in the second half. I mean, significantly better. Um I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Him saying that. I, feel, I mean, yeah. Go go ahead, Adam. No, I'll you, let you talk. I you can go ahead. No, you go ahead, Adam. Go ahead and talk. All right. Well, I think that the defense played really well, significantly better in the second half for sure. Uh, I feel like, like Max Crosby said, it's probably a lot of repetitive stuff all the time. Uh, so maybe Paul Gunther can get his head out of his ass for the Bucks and not call the same four plays. Uh, pass rush was significantly better. Uh, ex- Vickers, that guy, uh, who is he? Uh, I feel like he made a good impact today. Uh, you know, Farrell had a good game, uh, really good game, actually, and then Crosby had another sack. How many sacks is that for him this year? Uh, I think that's four in total, four. I believe. He, he almost had another one, but Patrick Mahomes just crossed the line of scrimmage. We we should have sacked him a lot more than what we did today. Uh, but, I mean, he's a playmaker, and I'm just – I'm really, like, stressed out, man. Like, I'm in a, a – it's a good stressed out. I'm, like, tired after this game, man, because it took a toll on me. It was scary. Feels like we played the game. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I noticed this in the second half, and I thought it was really interesting because my dad watched the game with me. Um, and I give—I don't know if this is a defensive play call or it's something Arden Key decided to do because every single time we would collapse a pocket, almost every single time, and Patrick Mahomes would move to the side and extend the play. But what Arden Key started to do was he just stood there. He didn't even rush the passer. He just stood there waiting for him to move. And as soon as he moved, he just ran after him. And that's when Mahomes really started to struggle. Um, so I, I thought whoever decided to do that was freaking brilliant um, because it really affected Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But you had to be able to get pass rush in the first place. And those two, uh, was it Dante Jones and Vickers? And I think there was one other guy, Chris Smith, who got a sack. People have never heard of, like, they are better than <laughs> Collins because they were just collapsing the pocket like every single play. It was 
I, I don't know what happened. So, uh, Derek, go ahead. Sorry. I don't know where he is. I'm going to do something that, I, that uh, is very uncommon in Raider Nation right now, and I don't know how this is going to be taken away. Um, this does not excuse how bad he's been so far, but I am going to give a shout-out to Paul Gunther because he clearly made adjustments in this second half on defense that held the Chiefs, the Chiefs in check. I tweeted on the podcast account, the only defense that has ever shut out Mahomes in the second half was Gunther's defense in week two of last season, and they almost did it again today. The Chiefs did it, score, only scored their only touchdown in the second half with four minutes left. So we, we were close again to get shutting out Mahomes in the second half. Um, but you could just tell with the, the, def- the different, the, there was just a different attitude on the defense in the second half that was just not there through the first, uh, the first half and roughly the first four games. Uh, Jeff Heath was very close to getting a pit, uh, pick six. That would have been that would have been just beautiful. Um, but Paul Pauly G, he at least deserves to have his job. He, he he will not be fired over the bye week. He should not be. Um, he he is still this defensive coordinator of this team. And like I said, this does not excuse how bad he's been earlier in the season. But Pauly, Pauly to give him credit when he do, he deserves uh, he deserves he doesn't deserve the only game ball, but he deserves a game ball today. So we are three and zero whenever Rugs plays. I mean, it clearly shows it. It makes the difference that he's on the oh, field. Yeah. I mean, before we jump on the offense, I just want to go over kind of the MVP of the defense in your guys' opinion. And um, really quick, I want to get a shout out to Jeff Heath because he stepped up mm-hmm. when Eric Harris was injured, and he that was a phenomenal, one of the most beautiful interceptions I've seen. Him just like running catching the ball and just, like, knowing what to do and not to just lay on the floor. Like, a huge shout-out to him. i like to see him play a little bit more. He mm-hmm. definitely earned it, uh, I, I think. So uh, I'm going to actually give the defensive game ball to him because without that play, I don't know if he still would have won. So um, that that's going to kind of be my MVP to step in and to be able to do that. So, Adam, yours? I really like uh, – I mean, Heath is a good one for sure, uh, but I'm going to go with – Trayvon Mullen, uh, he made some really good plays today. Uh, he broke up some kind of crucial balls, in my opinion. Uh, I think that Trayvon Mullen is starting to become locked down. I really like the guy. Uh, we call him Mullen Island for a reason. So, I mean, that's who my game ball is going to on defense today. Just the secondary, really, in general, for the most part. There. I'm going to give two – I'm splitting up the game balls. I'm doing the game – I'm going to do three game balls. I'm going to do one to Paul Gunther because it's clear that he made adjustments in the second half. And for all for all the shit that he gets, and most of it's deserved, he, he we, we, have to, we have to give him praise when it's deserved. We still allow, so we still allow 30 points, though. Yes, but 24 in the first half. Right. He only gave up eight in the second half against probably the best offense in football. Right. And um, Jonathan Abram deserves a game. I thought Jonathan Abram played a very good game today, uh, especially making that play um, on Tyreek Kill, which I think pre- that I think that play prevented points from more points from the Chiefs in the first half. Um, some Chiefs, the Chiefs were complaining that it should have been pass interference. I think that was just a good hard hit, no play, uh, no call there. And then I'm going to give a third game ball to the pass rush. We had three sacks, and but you can see. 
the past, even beyond the third sex, you can see Mahomes was not as comfortable as we've made our previous quarterbacks comfortable. I think most qu- quarterbacks who are not as mobile, who are not as mobile as Mahomes, we probably get six or seven sacks in this game. Uh, the pass rush definitely looked better than as before. Um, um, so I'm going to give. I, I think they definitely deserve partial game ball there. Too. I'm going to give another game ball to the. Uh few Raider fans that were in the crowd today, uh, they definitely deserve one for sure because I feel like they uh, kind of gave our team a little spark, especially whenever they the Raiders' chance started to go on that Carr mentioned. I just – you got to give one to them, man. You got to. It, it was definitely nice to hear real fans in yeah. the stand and not the pipe through. Crack they were still pumping noise in. <laughs> they still had fans, and they were still really? pumping noise into their stadium, man. It's crazy. He only had, had 16,000 fans, and the capacity of Arrowhead is 75,000. So it definitely, I mean, I, it's definitely not going to be naturally as long as a full uh, Arrowhead. Yeah. I, I would definitely like to see more stadiums except fans, just because mm-hmm. I think it does uh, provide a better experience for everybody. And it was just nice to just hear and see and, and they still did it safely, even though most of those people don't seem to wear masks in, in, in there, even though it's required, but it's still nice. I, I, I would like us to all get there at some point this year, not just the team by team thing. Um, that's besides the point. So we'll move to offense and we're going to start with you, Derek. Um, what are your overall thoughts on offense today? And Derek Carr, I mean, Derek Carr played his best game. I mean, this is going to sound stupid, but he it's true. He played his best game in Arrowhead. I mean, you know we are all Carr supporters here, but it is a fact, and I, and I, have, not blamed, I have not blamed Derek Carr solely for that 0-6 stuff in Arrowhead. I, I have not. But it's a matter of fact that as the team didn't play well in Arrowhead those past games, he also did not play well. I think we should acknowledge that. Um, and I think there were a lot of car haters who – a lot of car haters may have turned this game off when he uh, didn't connect to that Rico Gafford touchdown, and then he threw the interception. A lot of them were like, oh, look at him. He's struggling in Arrowhead again. And then he just came alive with the 347 passing yards and those deep balls to Ruggs. And Aguilar, um, we put up 40 points. The, if I were to complain about anything, and I feel horrible complaining about offensive production when you have 40 points, um, is just to see Jacobs. I don't know. Again, I feel like I'm not concerned about Jacobs, but it's, it is a fact that his, you know, his he, he's just not the production just isn't isn't there for it. Whether it's the O line not giving him the push, whether it's something. Um, I just want to. He needs. I mean, he's he's got. He has to have a hundred yard game coming up here sooner or later. I feel like, and I'm I'm confident that it will. Um, also, would like to. I think Waller played well, but I would have liked to seen a little bit more to him this game. Maybe um, he only had. I think he only had 48 yards today. But other than that, I mean, this offense with Rugs on the. I mean, Rugs had two catches and he got over 100 yards. The, this offense is to the point where. Um, we are we are on the cusp, if not already there, of an explosive offense. Um, this I'm not going to say we're as good as the Kansas City Chiefs offense, but you can tell that that's who we're trying to uh, gauge after and go after, and I believe we will get there. And uh, I just wanted to point out two things. It, it, 
at least hard for me to tell because I didn't really replay the Rico Gafford one. But the announcer said it kind of sounded like Gafford wasn't given 100% on his uh, strides. So I think that's why it, was over, it wasn't over. It was overthrown. He just wasn't in the spot he was supposed to be, at least according to the announcer. Yeah, I don't, so, um, I don't blame I don't blame Derek Carr for, for missing with Rico Gafford, but I saw on Twitter plenty of people blame Derek and Carr then, for that. I mean, I didn't know if Josh Jacobs was on the injury report, but I know he's been dealing with a hip injury, which is not an easy injury because it's, I mean, he's an elusive back, you know, the cuts and stuff and not being able to do that. Clearly, there's something wrong because normally he plays 90% of the snaps and Booker and Jalen definitely are playing a lot more than they used to. So hopefully the bye week can... Have everybody rest, even Rugs. I don't think Rugs is a hundred percent because I didn't see him fly by people. I mean, he's definitely faster, even injured than most people. But I still don't think he's a hundred percent either. So, yeah, and hopefully, and uh, Richie should come back uh, after the bye week too. So the O line, a healthier Jacobs plus a healthier line. I think we'll we'll see the Josh Jacobs get that one hundred yard. He only. He hasn't had a hundred yard game through five games, but last year he only had one one hundred yard game through five games. Um, so I definitely think he's going to kill come alive here uh, sooner rather than later. Adam, your overall thoughts on the offense? Uh, I I really think that our offense is like really clicking, man. I really enjoy it. Uh, I want to shout out a couple people. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, he's balling, and I'm really loving it, man. He he's by far, in my opinion, the most impactful free agent signing that we have signed uh he's producing at a high rate and i really want to thank the philadelphia eagles for you know getting rid of him so uh another guy i want to kind of shout out here is Devonte booker i think that he's stepping up as a uh, rb2 role he every time he's touched a ball when in these last few games man he's had at least a few good runs so i mean i think he complimented jacobs well today uh I just I'm really excited. Like Car Car went into a different mode, and I knew it. I knew it was going to happen last week. Whenever he said he was tired of losing, and uh, that first interception, I was like, "Oh boy!" And then this after that, we just went off, and I can't. I don't really remember. There's no way the Raiders have scored 40 points more than three times since I've been alive. I would like to see that. I don't think they've done it. A lot since I've been alive, so this is kind of a rarity to me. So, but before we give uh, game balls, I want to get your guys' thoughts. I'll start with you, Derek. Um, the play where Carr was scrambling, he threw it to Jalen Richard, and it hit the tip of his fingers. I'm not so concerned with the tip of the fingers thing, but seeing Carr move in the pocket like that, I have not seen ever. Like he normally like clams up a little bit, like to protect, but he was just juking in and out of the pocket today. And he was almost like a completely different person. Like, he was like 2016 car. I, I mean, what, what did you think about his pocket presence and awareness today? Uh, I think it was. I mean, I, Dom, you and I both like car, but we have both knocked his pocket awareness. And sometimes, sometimes it almost seems like he's becomes a victim to phantom pressure, as much as I hate to say that. That was not the case today. I mean, he was definitely. He didn't run a whole lot, but he was definitely moving around in the pocket much more. And had the had that pass hit Jalen Richard, uh, that's that's probably that's definitely at least a first down. That arguably would be a touchdown. Uh, 
Derek Carr just played overall. I mean, he 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 was the number one reason why the Raiders won today. And he deserves all the praise in the world. Like I can't feel I'm happy for the entire team. I feel a little happier for DC Real right quick, now. Uh, Adam, your thoughts on his pocket of awareness and presence today? I'm loving it, man. He's playing with a high level of confidence, and I think that he's shown his 2016 form. But maybe this is different than 2016 form. Maybe this is 2020 form. See, yeah, already's on this. I'm sick of everybody comparing to 2016. So let's, uh, even though I just did it right now, let's uh, do the 2020 Derek Carr. So I want, I want, I want 2020. I want the 2020 season to be the season where we can finally not talk about 2016. Not, not just from Derek Carr's standpoint, but from a Raiders standpoint. And I think that is uh, heading in the right I mean, direction. The Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs have never beaten the Las Vegas Raiders. So. That is that is true. That is, and I shared with you guys. I don't know if you caught, it, but you sh- I shared with you guys. Chiefs fans are now all of a sudden saying, "Oh, they're not. We're not as good yeah. as we used to be. We're not as good like as we everybody. used to be." <laughs> and and they're still probably the best team in the NFL right now. Right. I, I mean, the good news out of all this before you game balls is if you can beat the Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions, arguably the best team in the NFL, you can beat anybody. Oh yeah. Easy. So the Saints weren't just a fluke. We could have beat. The I mean the Patriots I, I think if we played again I think we'd probably win. Um, the Bills we the we Bills, could have beat the Bills, Bills and I, I just think this shows we can beat anybody and we are a playoff team. Like I said, every single year, you know they're like, oh yeah, as long as you get to the playoffs. No, it's Super Bowl. That's always what you go for. Everybody you play for the Super Bowl, otherwise you don't play. Plain and simple. And you know if they continue to play like this, you know you never know. That's what I hope for. Super Bowl or bust. So, anyways, game balls. I mentioned. I mentioned on the. And I, I'm sorry. I know you want to get the game balls, but I, but I'm going to interrupt for just one moment. And so, I mentioned on the on the podcast Twitter. I think the Chiefs are still the best in the division. They're still the best in the AFC, possibly, and still the best in the NFL. Um, but the Raiders have sent the message that it's not going to come as easy for them as it is yeah. in years past. This is only. The second division loss the Chiefs have had since Mahomes has been their QB. Only it's it's not just the, like the Chiefs have just been beating up on us. They've been beating up on the entire division. Um, and that, you know this, I still at the end of the day, I think the Chiefs will be the AFC West champions, but the Raiders will not yeah, be far. It's a game of momentum, and, and if we played each other in you know the playoffs or however that would fall, it's it really the previous records don't matter. It's a one game thing. You either win or lose at that point. So. I'm hoping, you know, I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl, but I, I hope we get there this season and win. You never know. Um, Adam, let's start with you. Game balls, offense. Go ahead. You can cheat like Derek if you want to give more than one. I'm giving one to Carr. I'm giving one to Aguilar. I'm giving one to Ruggs. I'm giving one to Jacobs. Uh giving one to Gruden. Uh, you know what? Everyone on the offense – Gets a game ball. Trent Brown gets a game ball for staying and actually playing for once. Uh, even though he looked like he was about to pass out at one point, but it is what it is. He played every. He, he played did. every snap. He played every single. And it just shows how good he is whenever he's in there. Like it's there's a such a big difference whenever he's in there, and it's just it's crazy whenever everyone's healthy and everyone's together. You just see how big of a difference it is, and. It's amazing. I love it. 
Derek, your game ball. I think I'm gonna have to give multiple. Um, um, but to save time, Derek Carr, he's a monkey has been lifted off of his back today. Um, you know, he can no, it can no longer be said a team, a Raiders team quarterback by Derek Carr has never won an Arrowhead. That that statement is, is no that longer going to do now. Uh, <laughs> I think Gruden deserves um, a game ball to his play calling. I thought was for the most part very good. I don't think he went overly conservative um, for the most part at all. What I thought was funny on on Twitter um, on third and one when Car threw that third interception, I kept I seen a lot of people saying, "Why didn't we run it on third and one? Why didn't we run it on third and one?" And my thought was. Because if we if we ran it on third and one and it got stopped, everybody and their brother would have been said, "There's Gruden being too conservative." Everybody would have or said, the, "Or they would have been like, why didn't Car audible to a pass?" <laughs> right, literally everybody and their brother would have criticized Gruden and or Car for the, that play. The vast so I love majority loved... of our deep throws were done on third down. Mm. Right. So I loved I loved the play call on the third and one. I just. Car just threw, I guess, a little bit too high there, and that's how it became an interception. Um, and then Gruden's going for it on fourth down twice was he? Uh, the announcers kept saying Gruden has said he's going to do anything he can to, to beat the Chiefs, and he did. So John, 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 no criticizing Derek Carr or John Gruden Raiders Twitter. I'm asking you during this fight, man. You know how it is. Whenever we win, everyone, everyone that acts like they hate Carr. Magically loves him whenever we win, but whenever we lose one game, he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yep. Remember, we uh, play to win, not play not to lose. And exactly. whenever Gruden has that mentality, we seem to do good. You know, the aggressiveness, that's what we were with the Saints, that's what we were with the Chiefs. Um, I think we're almost a better passing team at this point than we are a running team. Yep. Um, so, I know Gruden loves to force the run. I would say it's about. I would say it's about fifty-fifty. Maybe we are slightly better at passing, which is not a John Gruden offense. When you think of it, you think a John Gruden offense is going to be heavy run. Maybe it will be over the court. I mean, we're not even halfway through the season. Maybe it will be by the time the season is over. But right now, I would say it's only we are our passing is a little yeah. bit more efficient. Um, I think. I said on Twitter a few weeks ago, when, when Gruden is conservative, he's John. But when Gruden is going for it on fourth down, you know, making, throwing aggressive plays, he becomes Chucky. That's that's where yeah, the difference lies. Chucky. That's definitely for sure. And then I, I'll just go with Adam and say game balls go to everybody. I mean, Derek Carr was outstanding today. Mm-hmm. I mean, just straight up, I don't know who's going to have better stats in the NFL. If he didn't have that interception, which... It's a third down play, not the end of the world anyways. He probably would have had damn near close to a QB, uh, 150 QBR rating. So, mm-hmm. really can't play any better than that. So, um, But yeah, everybody get, gets credit. And uh, no, and definitely uh, Aguilar. I think he, to, to your point, Adam, biggest free agent addition. Not Corey Littleton, but definitely Aguilar. I think that we should be re-signing Aguilar for at least three or four years, in my opinion. I think he's deserving it right now. Yeah, I could see him. I could see him getting a bigger deal from some uh, some some from another team that's willing to pay him more if he keeps playing like this. Is the only thing, but I mean that remains to be seen. 
Again, there's still all five, exactly. still 11 games left in the season. So we have the bye week. Um, we're going to have, hopefully, a special guest on uh, next week for the bye week. Uh, hopefully, the Raiders can get some of their crap in order, their injuries taken care of. You know, Trent Brown get 100%, Ruggs get 100%, Jacobs. I don't know if there's, you know, one-week injuries where you can just completely rest and heal. Uh, but really get the team 100% and maybe fix whatever the issues are um, because we still have the same glaring issues at linebacker, safety, basically the same thing we've been saying over and over again. So maybe people are banged up that we don't know about. I don't know. But hopefully this bye week, it couldn't come at a better time at this point. I normally don't like Mm -hmm. early bye weeks, but I feel like the team is so banged up in so many areas, um, particularly in defense, uh, that I think it, definitely going to be good to help continue the momentum going forward so and at least at least we're at least we're having a buy what it's scheduled too. a lot of covid is making teams go on by earlier than expected and, and if that happened to us i would be really i would be pissed so this is a good time for the buy i when i wouldn't when i scheduled it first came out i was pissed but now i think the buy is great that it's uh, it, it's with all these injuries coming up and it's scheduled as, as it was originally. So I think we should be thankful on both of those terms. All right. Any final parting words before we go off uh, to victory, uh, victory formation over here? We beat the chiefs guys. We freaking did it. Let's go. We beat the chiefs Raiders. And, uh, I know we already said it, but I'm going to say it again. Cause I know he's going to listen. Happy birthday, Zerko. Wish you could have been on here with us. Um, but I hope you're having a great time. Uh, and again, you, Raiders, tw- I really hope Raiders Twitter never ever overwhelmingly says we're going to win or lose another game because obviously if, if you didn't know the NFL was in any given Sunday league before today should be the, the end all be all to show that. Uh, this is our first time we beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead since 2012. It's the first time we beat the Chiefs overall since 2017 um, and our last time we beat the Chiefs on 2017, it was actually on a Thursday night game. So this is our first time beating them on a Sunday since 2017. Raider Nation, I have something to say, and it's kind of more of a favor. But I'm seeing a lot of people uh, tweeting, like, it'll be like the third quarter, like today, for an example. There is people saying that we were going to win. All right. Please do not say that whenever the game is going on, that it's a guarantee that we're going to win or lose because it is a jinx, man. That shit is real. That is real-life stuff, man. I'm telling you, announcers do it all the time. For an example, say uh, a random kicker has made, like, 15 field goals in a row, and the announcers are going to say, well, he's made 15 in a row. He's going to miss that next kick because they jinxed him. The jinx, jinxes are real. I'm telling y'all. And... Just don't count the chickens before they hatch. Just let the game be <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, we will see you guys next week. Take care, everyone. Lead us out with Raiders. Somewhere. Raiders. <laughs> All right, take care. Raiders.